Hello there, and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz with Brayden podcast, a show to encourage and empower creative CEOs just like yourself through actionable legal, tax, and financial topics. I'm Brayden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator, but you can just call me Brayden, your gay best friend, here to help you unfuck that biz. If you're ready to dive in, grab a notebook, maybe some coffee, and buckle in to learn how you can implement solid strategies to build a profitable business. Well, hello, friend, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden, and I am excited to join you today on what will be our October profit report. Now, first things first, uh, we do have an important announcement. Tomorrow is the last day you can join uh, Profit Rx, my monthly membership, with a free trial. It's a $100 a month. Uh, membership at our VIP tier level in the program. And over the past month or so, we've been offering a free month in the trial. So if you join today or tomorrow, then you get, you know, until this day next week in the program for free, lots of amazing stuff, lots of awesome resources. Um, The trial was something that I was going to announce would be going away for just a couple of months, but it may be longer than that. Like we might not even bring it back, to be honest. So, um, if you want to check it out at no cost, now would definitely be the best time to do that. Um, I was thinking about bringing it back maybe in like March or April, um, uh, but I don't know. I, I barely know what's happening next month, okay? And we're gonna get it done into the proper report. So no promises, it will be back, which is why you should snag it now. Um, and uh, with that out of the way, let, let's dive into this now. For me, this is a pretty exciting time, personally. It's officially November. Now I'm recording this podcast episode on the 2nd of November. You're getting it a full week later, I believe on the 10th, so eight days later. Um, so although it's a new month for me, it's it's not quite as new for you at the time of listening to this. But at the time that I'm recording, it's a very exciting month. And why, you may ask? Well, it's because Profit Rx, the program I was just telling you about, uh, my signature program and my monthly membership is turning a year old this month. It feels a little bit older than that to me because I started creating it about three to four months before I opened the doors to it last year. So I've had it around in my life for about a year and a half but it's only been open to the public for one year. We launched it at Wedding MBA last year, and you actually are getting this podcast episode the last day I'm going to be at Wedding MBA this year. So I told everyone about it at Wedding MBA. We opened the doors the next week during the launch. Um, It was really, really amazing. So it's been around for about a year. And so for me, it's kind of like an anniversary of the new business model that I'm running, right? So obviously we all have like our starting our business anniversary, but our businesses have seasons. And this is kind of like a one year anniversary of this season of my business. And this season is going uh, really well. And I hope that it continues to go well without us having to like, you know, go back to the drawing board in any significant ways. We're going to keep building on this program, if that all makes sense. So I wanted to take a little bit of time to reflect on that last year in preparation for this uh, episode, I actually listened to my November 2021 profit report, which was one of the first ones I did when I got back into doing the profit reports. Um, So I listened to that and I found some interesting notes and highlights that I wanted to reshare. On that episode, I talked about how 
I had a pretty slow year in the middle of 2021. I've chatted a lot about that on the profit report, so we won't get too into the weeds. But in order to build ProfitRx and launched it, I took on about $7,000 in business credit card debt, which was kind of scary to do. Um, that was to pay for a photographer and a branding person and a messaging coach and hire the contractors I needed to hire to get it built. And, um, it was a lot of money. I'd never really gone into business debt before, meaning I never really had a business credit card before that, where I was spending money on the card that I could not immediately pay back. Like I didn't have the money in my bank account, but I was spending that like in the couple months before I was launching profit RX and knowing that everything went well, I would have no problem making that money. Back. And I talked about on that episode, kind of my thoughts around business credit, how some people out there, you know, think credit is, you know, the root of all evil and all this kind of stuff. And it's terrible and you should never use it. And other people are very liberal with credit. And I kind of stand in the middle ground, right? So definitely always good advice to not put anything on a credit card that you don't already have money for. But the big but, right, is that business can sometimes be a little bit different because we can potentially have an ROI, right? It's like if uh, someone told you, hey, give me $1,000 this week and I'll give you $2,000 next month. And it's like guaranteed, like you believe them, right? But you don't have $1,000. Would you feel comfortable borrowing that $1,000? Like that would be a debt if you know that you're going to get the money back maybe even pay the person lent it to you uh, a couple hundred bucks in interest, you still walk away with pretty much a guaranteed return on that investment. If we can just about guarantee debts in our business, then in that case, it's not so bad. You still have to be responsible, still have to be reasonable, all that kind of stuff. So that's what I shared about on that episode. And so I thought on this episode, I would talk about the actual numbers because back then I was just doing projections, right? On why I thought it would be reasonable to go into that debt, but now I have actual numbers. So let's get into those. So year to date, actually, let's start with last year. Um, when I opened the program last November and launched the program, it brought in $12,000 in the first month. So already made my money back, right? Already uh, had enough. I didn't really have enough to pay off that credit card debt because there, of course, were expenses, but I paid off over half of that in the first month that I launched the program. I know. So I brought in $12,000. And that was because, um, you know, a good number of people who joined the program joined on the annual plan, which meant they paid a big chunk up front. And then the rest of the people were paying monthly. And then December, I made $5,000. So that was 5,000 was essentially the recurring revenue that I started with, meaning I had probably $7,000 in people that paid upfront, upfront in full, and then $5,000 that started paying monthly. And then that 5,000 came in again in December and January and February and so on and so forth, along with new member payments. Year to date, January through October in my bookkeeping spreadsheet, I've had $70,000 in revenue from ProfitRx. So if we total November all the way through uh, end of October this year, that's one full year, it's brought in $87,000 in total revenue on a $7,000 like upfront investment. There's probably a little bit more than that. But that's roughly a 12.5 times ROI uh, on that investment. So return, it's kind of redundant, uh, 20, 12 point five times ROI or return on investment. And it's growing, right? Because this is a nice thing. When you put an investment into something that you're going to sell over and over and over again, your ROI isn't just contained at like a very finite point in time. It's the 
life of the program. So that ROI should double next year and hopefully again the following year and so on and so forth. So this is why I think, you know, it's important that we should not be scared to invest in ourselves, right? Oftentimes we are our very own best investment. So if you invest in yourself and you do it wisely, you will see the return on that investment. Now, 2022 was supposed to be all about profit because profit RX was supposed to be my one signature thing, right? I made those investments. Um, I had some unprofitable months because I made those investments and it was all supposed to pay off this year in terms of profit. And it has, I made a lot more profit this year than last year, but my margins are still not where I want them to be. And we'll talk about that when we get into the number specifics. Um, Oh yeah. So I, I mentioned ProfitRx was supposed to be my one signature thing. And it has been um, in almost all respects. It's made out 56% of my total revenue this year, but I've spent the past six months or so thinking about how I really want to grow and scale the business. So not necessarily beyond ProfitRx, but how ProfitRx is fitting into the broader scheme of what I want to do uh, in order to serve a broader niche. So you all know, I launched Drag Tax a few months ago. We're also focusing on expanding into other creative industries like design, interior design, web design, you name it, other types of creatives. Um, I want to grow and scale the business in order to bring on a higher level of support into ProfitRx with our bookkeeping team. We've been doing that. I want to grow and scale in order to support folks that have moved past the DIY stages in their business and still want some help because I talk to a lot of people who are just always um, unhappy with the bookkeeping, accounting, tax, finance solutions out there in the market. And so it finally got to the point where, you know, I thought we can do this better and we're going to make it happen. Uh, and then lastly, I really want to grow and scale in order to help folks with their taxes at a higher level. So that kind of goes back to the, you know, the people who are beyond DIY stages. So ProfitRx really fits the need in the market right now for people who aren't ready to outsource everything. And now we've been making investments in the past couple months to help the folks like really at the next level, which will round out our offer suite and help us help more people. So this has meant making more investments, like hiring our two bookkeepers. Um, I just onboarded, um, one of my contractors into our marketing manager, manager uh, and another one of our contractors into being the client success coordinator for both our membership and for our one-on-one -on -one clients. Uh, if you missed the memo, I haven't really made a big splash about it yet, but we are now offering one-on-one -on -one bookkeeping and tax support. So I'll be talking more about that in the coming months. So our full service bookkeeping starts at $400 a month. And then there's an optional upgrade for uh, tax consulting, tax strategy, and then the tax prep during tax season. And then this upcoming tax season, we will be doing tax prep for our one-on-one -on -one clients and possibly for our membership members as well. So stay tuned on that. Um, as I prep for this uh, episode, one of the big questions I'd ask myself, I've really been asking myself this for the past couple of months as I've been spending a lot of money, is 
I've been thinking, am I just finding excuses for myself to stay on the what the fuck happened to my money hamster wheel? That's what I call it. The WTF hamster wheel. I talk about it all the time. It's where we continue to increase our expenses along with our income to the point where we're never really having the take-home pay and the profit that we should have because we're just always constantly spending and spending money. And I think at one point I was definitely doing that. I've talked a lot about that in the past. Um, but this time it, it, it doesn't really feel that way. I feel like I'm making smarter investments with the intentionality behind making less now to make more in the future. That's, that's the game plan, right? Because we're setting ourselves up for big growth in 2023. And I say, when I say us, I mean, me and my team. So we have, um, like when I was talking to my HR person about this a couple of weeks ago, I told her what's really exciting for me is with the team we have in place now and the systems I'm working on building right now, we actually have um, the capacity to basically probably four to five X our client load, which is pretty incredible. All of the team members we have working in the business are working about five hours a week and they all have, I shouldn't say all, but most of the ones that we would need to have the capacity to go up to 10 to 20 hours a week without a problem. Um, so we have the capacity to bring on a lot of new clients. And with the new marketing moves that we're doing, um, we hopefully will be able to bring on those clients. So with our marketing manager and focusing on uh, key performance indicators like this podcast growth, uh, affiliate growth, lots of other things, we hope for big things in 2023, which we're going to get us the ROI on this investment. And I'm going to talk more about that in a couple months when I do our kind of year in review and the like goals that we're going to be setting for 2023. Okay. So let's actually talk about some numbers. So back on our last profit report, I talked about my projections for October. So if you're new to these, what I do is every month I give my projections for the following month. Uh, and I review how close we got to the projections in the previous month, right? So at the end of the September episode, I gave my October projections. Now we will review how I did with those projections. And then after that, we'll go on to our November projections. So for the month of October, I projected $12,000 in income through ProfitRx. That was because we had uh, were really close to closing a promotion that we were doing for like an annual pay bonus. I expected a few more people to get come into that program. Uh, we didn't really get any more people into that program on cart close than I expected. So we ended up with $7,000 um, with our projected $12,000. So not really, not really close on that one. Uh, on the contract vault, I projected $1,000 in income and we ended up having $2,800 in income. So that was big. And that made up a lot of the difference in uh, what we didn't hit with our profit RX targets. I projected $200 in book revenue. Uh, that's my, my book Unfuck your biz. And we ended up bringing in drum roll $200. So that one I nailed. Um, with that one, I'm not doing like really any sophisticated projections. It's just, we usually almost always have between a hundred and like $250 in book sales. It's just pretty predictable. We get like a couple, like a couple sales, a couple sales a week without a ton of variability. So, um, you know, I have probably like a 10% chance to just like guess that one correct. And, and we got it right on the money this month. Um, I also projected $1,500 in one-on-one -on -one income and we had $1,500. That one, um, that was an easy projection because I booked 
a client, I think on the last day of September, she paid the last day of September. And so I already knew it just hadn't hit my bank account yet. So I knew that money was coming and I did not anticipate any additional one-on-one -on -one work because I just did not intend to market it or promote it or really seek out clients in the month of October. Um, I also don't plan to do any one-on-one -on -one work this month either. I might do a little bit in December, but it's it's unlikely. Like we're probably largely done with one-on-one -on -one work for this year, most likely. Um, and then I projected about $2,500 in affiliate payout income, and we had $3,700. So in large part, um, okay, so let me not get to that. I'm not, not going to get to the total yet. Um, we had $775 in other income, $400 in bookkeeping income. And then if you saw, I released a bookkeeping spreadsheet template this month for $10. It is my new tiny offer uh, because I took a course from uh, Lizzie Goddard, who uh, she has all sorts of awesome courses. And she has a course on tiny offers that is her course is $9 and it teaches you how to create your own tiny offer. And she distinguishes between low ticket offers, which are, you know, like 20 to like 50, some people would say up to hundred dollars and then tiny offers, which are like under $20. So I had the contract vault already, which has been doing amazing this year. And I decided that I wanted to introduce something similar, but on the tax and finance side, which is our bookkeeping template. So that brought in $410 with 41 sales. Um, I projected $17,200 in income for the month of October. Uh, and our actual amount ended up at 16,800. So that's really close, $400 difference percentage-wise. Um, we got, I'd have to do the math on that, but that's probably like 90, close to 95% of the way there. So we got really close to our projection, which always um, feels really nice. So let's talk a little bit about the expenses for the month of October. Let me go over to my bookkeeping spreadsheet for this, just so I can break it down. Uh, our total expenses was $7,165. That's, you know, still higher than I would like it to be, or we're getting uh, more profitable the past few months than we were in the summer months when I was spending a lot. But still, that was a profit margin of 57.4%. And I'm always targeting, um, targeting like 65% is where we would like to be. So that's not too far off. And uh, we did have we did have a fair amount of one-off expenses. You all know that sometimes on this proper report, I like to say, well, I'll say, well, we missed our profit goal by 15%, but we had this one-off expense. And if not for that one-off expense, we would have been at our goal. Uh, and that's easy to do, right? But then I, uh, this is the nice thing about really digging into your numbers on a monthly basis. And I encourage you to do this because then you can start to determine what your average one-off expense is, right? So if one month, you have a $3,000 uh, expense that you wouldn't normally have. The next month you have a $500 expense. It's a big difference, right? But that if you extrapolate and you go out the next eight months and you see that on average, you have 500 to $1,000 in one-off expenses that are not typical. And then that $3,000 thing is kind of the outlier that you have once or twice a year, then it's fair to predict that you're going to have 500 to $1,000 
and one off expenses. So if you're recurring, so recurring monthly expenses are things that are like guaranteed. Let's say your recurring monthly expenses are 3000. You can say, oh, I'm, I know that I'm always going to have 3000 and then up to about $1,000 in one off things I can't predict. So that's $4,000. And then if I ever decide if I want to buy that $3,000 thing, you know, 4,000 to 7,000 is a huge jump. And I can just look at my bank account, um, determine my projections that I have coming in and then make that decision. So that was a lot of numbers. You may have got a little lost in the weeds, but that's how I like to think about it now. I'm not throwing out all my one-off expenses, but I do look at like big, big outliers. So in the month of October, if we break down the expenses, we had um, $1,100 in affiliate payouts. That actually is an outlier because... Um, I don't know why I paid my affiliates on Monday this week. And Monday was Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween, October 31st. And I always pay my affiliates on the first day of the month. But for some reason, um, I was thinking like Monday, it's the first day, you know, first day of the week. And I made my affiliate payments on Monday, which meant that I ended up paying out affiliates on the 1st of October and on the 31st of October. So long story short, short my affiliate payouts were double what they normally were which is fine. It just means we're going to have um, like $400, $500 less in affiliate payouts in November. So November will be like a little bit more profitable than it probably should be in October, a little less profitable. And that kind of stuff happens um, all the time because on the flip side, um, I ran payroll. I ran my payroll. Oh, actually, you know what? I did not run payroll late this month. We just changed when we run our payroll. Now that I have employees, uh, my payroll processing date has changed. It's been delayed a few days, which means I ran one less personal salary payroll for the month of October. So my salary was lower for this month than it would be in a normal month. And then it'll go back to normal in November. So those things kind of even each other out. Um, what else do we have? Uh, monthly tools. $406, which is a little bit high. The last several months we were tracking around 330 to 350. And this 406 is going to be our, our new norm. It might end up being a little higher than that uh, because I ended up joining a new CRM called Tax Dome for our one-on-one clients. Not very exciting. It's not going to be relevant to most of you, but uh, essentially I needed something that was like highly secure and compliant uh, to start collect, because we're going to be collecting people's social security numbers and all sorts of sensitive information, tax documents for tax prep. So we needed a new software for that. I also had to upgrade my Calendly um, because our two bookkeepers needed their own calendars. So that's on a $45 a month plan now instead of a $15 a month plan. We're going to be getting on Slack. Um, just lots of new team tools with our new employees is going to you know, increase our monthly tools probably by like 100 bucks a month. So not a huge deal in the grand scheme of things. I did cut... Um, two recurring expenses. One was $10 a month and one was $30 a month. So that will help offset it a little bit. Our team expenses were $2,600. So that was a little bit higher than we normally would be. Um, that wasn't too bad. That still came out to, let me look at my percentage. That still came out to 15.7% of gross revenue, which is about actually where I like to be. Um, it maybe was a little high and mostly, this is a fun story for all of you. The, the thing that brought it a little higher than normal was I had uh, Connie, who was our client success coordinator, spend, God, I feel kind of bad. She probably spent like 15 hours um, 
formatting our textbooks for ProfitRx. So in ProfitRx, we have full textbooks and we have a really hard time getting all the hyperlinks in the books to work once we convert them into PDFs. So Connie had to go through and manually do all of those and make a lot of updates. And then Chandra, one of our other um, team members, I had her manually number all the pages in Canva, which is a task that I would normally do. Um, I think she was happy to have that project though. Um, it's just kind of like tedious, but it's something that's easy to do while you're watching Netflix or whatever. So we had some of those things. And then October was our first full month uh, that we had our new bookkeepers on the team. So that all brought those expenses up. Um, not, not like a ton, but you know, a decent amount and then, uh, other expenses, $1,400 and that a big portion of that was, uh, I actually bought an Asana course for bookkeepers and accountants, which is helping us, uh, that was $900. And that program is helping us uh, really set up our workflows and our systems for onboarding new clients. So one-off expenses. Oh yeah. And then I had, oh, I'm all over the place today, people, um, I had contractor expenses. So these are non-team contractors. So more one-off things of $1,400. That was the total that I paid to all of the drag queens who came to model with me at my photo shoot last month. So those were big one-off expenses as well. So in total, I had probably about $2,500 in expenses I would not have in a normal month. And then the other kind of one-off things are things that I would normally project. Um, okay. I think that's all I wanted to cover with expenses. Our total was $7,165, a little less than 50% of our income. So that is uh, not fantastic, but not, not, not terrible, not too bad. So we're not like too upset about what we spend in the month of October, especially because a lot of that was planned out in advance. So what's next? Well, like I said, this episode comes out the last day I'll be at Wedding MBA, which should be, fingers crossed, should be a really big week for us. Um, I'll share more details in our breakdown when we do like our review of Wedding MBA, probably on the next proper report. But we also have really big plans for the membership in December. So we're doing a Profit RX launch in December. I've shared... Um, over the past month or so, some updates we've made to the program. Specifically, I've rearranged a lot of the content. A lot of people were getting stuck in the first module of the program because it was this really, really, really juicy and heavy tax module. I've streamlined that, um, kind of condensed it, taken all of the kind of tough stuff out and made it optional. Uh, and that's, I think, going to help our, uh, our client success rate quite a bit with people to get through that and on to some of the uh, more important stuff, like getting their bookkeeping done, their cash flow set up, paying themselves, doing all the legal stuff, all that, all of those things. Uh, we were rearranged our tax playbook, which is where a lot of that tax content work uh, went. I also included our uh, all of our back tax course material in there. So now we have a more clear action plan and like path for people who come into the program with back taxes. We're going to be building out a separate program called the Client Cure. It's not a separate program. It's a separate, um, what's the best way to explain this? It's like a separate course that you can access inside of the membership. And I wouldn't even call it a course either. It's a resource resource center, hub, whatever. It's like a separate product product um, that people can access. We're going to have email templates, tips, trainings, and tricks on how to manage difficult clients. And then we introduced our new support tiers inside the membership as well, or not support tiers, but our new support 
in the VIP tier of the membership, which includes office hours with our bookkeepers, a monthly Q&A with me, and weekly co-working with our client success coordinator. We also have a lot of fun like back-end automated magic that's happening that uh, gives us gives myself and my team uh, updates and reminders to manually reach out to folks when they hit certain points in the program. People will get invitations to schedule one-on-ones with me once they hit certain milestones. So lots of just exciting things like that that I think are going to make the membership even more effective for our members and uh, just make it more fun. It's going to be really, really fun. So like I said, this is the, the last week we're running our free trial. So last day is tomorrow. So next month, we'll kind of see what the conversions on that will be. And then in a few weeks, we're going to be doing a special launch of sorts. It's actually, this is going to be our big A launch that we do every year in the fall. We're doing it a few weeks later than normal. I've never launched in December before, so we will see how that goes. Um, we're launching ProfitRx, the VIP tier of ProfitRx. And when I say launch, it's kind of weird because technically it's already open, but what this will be is a closed door launch, meaning when the launch is over, we will be closing the doors to the membership and moving to a closed door model. So the launch incentive for folks is to join before the doors close. And the reason why we are doing this is because it's going to allow us to spend all of our time and energy focusing on our members that are inside of the program, rather than constantly focus on focusing on marketing the membership and having people come in at different times. Um, I am a proponent of both models. They have pluses and minuses. That's always something I'm happy to talk about. People have questions, but we're going to be moving to a closed door model, um, which I think will be really exciting because we will have a whole new group of folks that we'll be able to work with when they get inside the program. And our big goal is to grow the VIP tier of ProfitRx to 50 members by the end of this year and to 100 by the end of next year and have it grow alongside our one-on-one bookkeeping services and tax services. But first... We have to focus on the month of November. So let's talk about November projections. So I'm projecting $5,000 in income from ProfitRx. We're not really doing any launch promotion, anything like that. Um, all the new people that we're getting in ProfitRx are going to be on a free trial. So it's not like we'll be making increased revenue from that. So that's just kind of our, our uh, maintenance level of income from that. Um, but for the rest of the stuff, we have big, we have big goals for low ticket sales in the month of November, because we're going to be pushing all of our kind of like low ticket stuff at wedding MBA at our booth. And when I'm speaking on stage, so our goal is to sell 200 of the contract vault. So that's $6,000, 50 of our bookkeeping spreadsheet templates, that's $500 and then 75 copies of our book. That one might be ambitious. As I mentioned, we typically only sell like five to 10 copies of my book a month, but I bought, um, oh, that was another expense I didn't mention that we had on our books. I bought a uh, 120 copies of our book, which was a $1,300 cost of goods expense that we normally would not have without, you know, the matching income in the month of October. So I already spent the money on all the books. And hopefully if we sell all of them at Wedding MBA, that'll be pure profit because I've already paid for the cost of goods, right? So that's great. One-on-one um, -on -one income, I'm projecting $0, but you know, we'll see if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, feel free to reach out. We can chat about it. And then bookkeeping, one-on-one -on -one bookkeeping income, $1,200 is kind of what I'm projecting. We already have $800 in recurring revenue from existing clients. And then um, just kind of banking on us getting one new client this month. And then we're actually hoping to bring on about five to 10 new clients in the month of December. 
So if you uh, are behind on your bookkeeping this year and you're at a level where you think hiring it out makes sense, talk to us. If uh, that doesn't make sense, the membership is definitely where you're going to want to go. So it's actually a good time to give you a little bit of a summary on all of that. If you're thinking, Braden, like Jesus Christ, you sell a lot of stuff. I can't keep up. Um, yes, but also no. Like our total offer ladder right now is we have the contract vault, which is $30 for all of your contracts. We have a bookkeeping template that's $10 with the free training. That's fantastic. Um, everyone needs both of those things, I think, especially if you're a newer, newer business owner, you need the bookkeeping template. All business owners need the contract vault. We have the book, which, you know, is just, it's a book. You know, if you like to read, buy the book. If you don't like to read, don't buy the book. And then for our, if you want more help, if you want help with all of the things that we really do, we have essentially two options. You can join the membership if you want done with you help at $100 a month, or you can hire us one-on-one -on -one with the bookkeeping and the finances at $400 a month and up if you're kind of beyond doing it on your own. So that's really our whole offer suite at this point, um, not including like little one-off stuff that we do here and there. So in total, I'm projecting $14,950 for the month of November. Obviously, if we get close to that, we're just going to shoot for a goal of 15K. That would be fantastic. I am hoping though that expenses will be less than $6,000. And that's going to get us closer to our typical profit margin goals of 65%. Um, in December, I hope to keep that under $5,000 and to have an even bigger month revenue-wise, fingers crossed. And then uh, that'll set us up really well to hit our recurring uh, revenue goals that we're going to have in 2023. So uh, again, if you're newish to this profit, to these profit reports, the reason I go through all these numbers is just so you can get an idea of how I break down my numbers, what I track, what I like to know, what I focus on, and it can help you start to get the wheels turning of how you should look at your own numbers of what you should focus on and really the importance behind looking at your numbers on a monthly basis, tracking them, managing them, all of that kind of stuff. So that is all I have for this episode. Um, remember once again, that you can get access to our free trial last day is tomorrow at www.bradendrake.com forward slash trial link, of course, will also be in the show notes. Uh, I was about to say, if you're going to be at Wedding MBA, come say hi, but it'll be too, it'll be too late once you hear this episode. Um, but if you were at Wedding MBA and you came to my talk, I hope you enjoyed it. If we met, it was lovely meeting you. Uh, and if you're tuning into the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Before I go, one quick favor though. Um, one of the big things we're going to be focusing on the coming months is increasing our podcast downloads. And pretty much at this point, the best way and the easiest way for that to happen is for folks like you who love the show to share it. So if you're enjoying the episode, we would love it if you would screenshot it, post it on your Instagram stories, give us a tag, post a selfie while you're listening, uh, whatever you want to do. But sharing is caring and we appreciate you. So thanks again for tuning in and I can't wait to be back in your app for the next episode. Have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.